Welcome to Emergence Radio Talk, where you'll be inspired and motivated by the journeys of movers and shakers from all around the world and those who are occupying and taking dominion. Emergence Radio Talk with Dr. Tavara Johnson. Welcome everyone to Emergence Radio Talk with your host, none other than Dr. Tavara Johnson. And you guys, if if you've been listening to the show before, you know I always enjoy uh, interviewing my guests and I'm always enjoying coming to the show. And so I'm excited for today's show and I have a very special guest. I'm telling you, she's all the way from Missouri and I'm happy to have her here on the show with us. She is walking in her God-given purpose and she is making an impact in the lives of so many. And so I want to welcome Megan's partner to the show and indeed it's a pleasure to have you here with me this evening. It is an honor and a pleasure to be here with you. Well, thank you so much, of course, for taking time out of your busy schedule, because I know everyone is busy, but just to come and inspire, as well as equip our listening audience tonight. But before we get started, I just want you you're welcome. Before we get started, I just want you to share with our listening audience just a little bit of who Megan's partner is. <laughs> Well, Megan Fortner, I am a woman that is on fire after God's heart. Um, I want to do exactly what he wants me to do and exactly how he wants me to do it. I'm very passionate about showing God's love to people and just teaching them and showing them who he is and and how much he loves you and and how much he has for you. Um, I graduated ICIBC through Pastor Mark Hankins in February. Since then, I've been traveling I've been bringing the word over the radio on social media, more more so Facebook at this point, and I've just been going anywhere God wants me to be. Um, I am married to an amazing husband, and we have an outfitting business, which is um, hunting, hunting properties. We do guided hunts. We do things like that and also bring the word to our hunters that come in. It's just a blessing to us. Um, I have two amazing little boys, Ruger, who is eight, and Caius, who is five. They are homeschooled, so they are with mommy all the time. It is such a blessing to be able to do those things with them and just teach them the word and, and just be able to teach them the way that I want them to learn and be in God. You know, it's such an important thing. Um, I'm a coach for, I always say I'm a coach for the kingdom of God, but I'm also a youth basketball coach. And it's just a passion of mine going to college and playing ball. I just love to teach kids the game, but also teach them how to you know, maintain their attitude, have good sportsmanship, but grow as adults, you know, so it's such a blessing to me, and um, that's who Megan is. I just enjoy teaching anybody about God. (laughs) Wow, that is amazing, you know, all the things that you're doing. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, it really, it truly is, Um, and then, you know, you also talked about being able to homeschool the kids. I mean, like, how is that, (laughs) how is that working? Because, you know, to have the kids around you all the time. You know, this is from a parent's standpoint. You know, you have the kids around you all the time. How do you, right. you know, be able to maintain your own personal time, your own personal space with having them constantly <laughs> around right. you all the time? Like things that you do for self-care as well as to just maintain your sanity. <laughs> right. So, um, you know, it's, God just, the word of God talks about, you know, training your kids up in the way they should go for when they're old, they won't depart from it, how they are quivers, you know, that they're, and you shoot them straight. So to me, 
I, I guess I just don't get tired of it. You know, I, they know that I need time. So there, there'll be times where I said, mommy's going to go have God time. And they respect that because I've taught them to respect that because I've also taught them that, listen, if you need time with God, tell mommy, just say, mom, I'm going to go talk to God. And, and they'll do that. You know, of course they're young. So not as much as mommy does, but um, I just, I just put in my kids and I've raised them up and we put them in a good church where they know God's important and time's important for you and me. And we got to have those times. So I think they're just, they're not perfect by no means, you know, but they just know how much I honor my relationship with God. And I know that me doing that is building that in them to where when they get older, they can teach their kids the same thing. So, but it's, it's, I actually enjoy it. It's really fun. Wow, that's really good. So if you're listening in and you're a parent, you know, um, Megan, I just shared with you some ways in which you can actually, um, you know, still maintain your sanity and as well as not get tired of the kids, you know. <laughs> yeah. With the pandemic, some people are like, oh, my God, I had enough. Can they just go to school already? Can the schools open up, you know? So, right. Um, you know, definitely thank you so much for that. And, of course, you know, you talked about your passion for God, which is um, I can actually, I can hear it. Um, I'm really passionate about I mean, you know, and I, I, I believe that we should be, you know, passionate about God, doing the things of God, um, but most importantly, being obedient to God because a lot of us, we can hear things and God may want us to do. You know, we get excited, but we don't move, you know. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. you know yeah. To, you know, you get you know you get a revelation, but application is always good in terms of doing what God says and He um, requires us to do. Um, so that's a really good thing. But I want to know for you, um, what are or when did that time come when you realized that hey, you know, these are some of the areas in which God was calling me to? Because you know, sometimes a lot of people struggle with that. Um, some people never get it, or they do. It could be extremely late, which is fine. But, right. you know, someone who's out and listening in, they're struggling, um, you know, what are some of the ways or the things that they could do, you know, so they could catch it from a, you know, they could get it from an early age so they're mm-hmm. able to have more time to, you know, really just function in the call right. that God has called you to. Yeah. So um, I was one of those, like you said, I was a little late. Um, I gave myself to the Lord. I wasn't raised in a Christian home. So I gave myself to the Lord when I was 18. And I had a youth pastor that came into my church or into my school early morning. And he was talking about God. And I was like, I want this, right? So I gave myself to the Lord when I was 18. And I went to a concert and came home and God gave me a vision. And my vision was me standing on a platform and people as far as wide as the eye can see, you know, like, you know, those lakes or oceans or whatever that looks like the world dropped off. That's kind of mm-hmm. like what he gave me. Yeah. And um, so I, I'm trying to figure out who God is. I didn't really have any teachings or leading. So this is why it's important to get in a very good Christian spirit filled church because people that are going to lead you, grow you, teach you, you know, how to find out who you are and what you have in Christ. And, and, you know, so I didn't have that. So I fell off. So when I was 30 years old, some things had happened to me where, you know, I wanted to um, end my life. And God was on that swing with me that day. And he just said, you're not done. I have more for you if you'll just choose me. And from that day forward, I said, I'm choosing you. And he brought the vision back to my eyes four years ago. And ever since then, 
I've just been, I said, yes, Lord. And I have just been faithful to do what he's asked me to do. And I've just been running towards it. I'm like, I know this is what he wants for me. So I'm going to run towards that. I'm going to put the vision up to where I can see it every day. This is my vision. This is what he has. And then of course, as you're obedient, he blesses you and he puts more things. He's like, okay, you're running towards this. Here's the other steps that I have for you that I want you to do before we get to this part. And so I'm like faithful. And I'm like, yes, I'm just going to do it, God. That's what I want to do. So your heart, you know, just saying yes to the call, whether you know what's going to happen or not, because God is faithful and he's going to bring you through it. He's going to equip you to get there. He wouldn't give it to you if he didn't believe that you could do it. And then the other thing is, is just, um, just trusting him in the process and getting in a good church that will grow you in the Lord, because our growth is really important. It is so important to reaching those goals. Wow. I think that is really good. Um, You know, keeping the vision before you, Mm-hmm. I think, you know, the more we the more we keep the vision before you, you know, the more I believe after a while it really just becomes ingrained in you, embedded in you, um, and you really want to walk this thing out, whatever that vision looks like. Um, yeah. That is really good. And then also you mentioning and saying that, hey, you know, because I've been obedient to God and I've, and I've done some of the things that he has asked me to do, he's now entrusted me with more because I think a lot of yeah. people tend to, um, you know, they always say, you know, well, God hasn't given me this to do. He's not giving me that to do. He hasn't given me anything. I'm not hearing anything. But I mm-hmm. always say, if you don't do the first thing that God gave you to do, why would he give you something else to do? Right. <laughs> you know? Yes. Because yes. He's not going to skip over level one. And you haven't done anything on level one to go to level two. Right. Now, I do agree that I kind of you know, uh, accelerates people, but of course the acceleration only can come when you've really done some of the work. You know, you would have mm-hmm. had to do work, and he can trust that he can accelerate you, but, you know, that's not, that's not, <laughs> that's really not going to happen. Um, you know, and, I, and I'm glad that you shared that because I do believe that people need to understand the importance of obedience. I know the Bible tells us that obedience is better than sacrifice, but to really understand that, hey, if I do what God is telling me to do, then he can entrust me with more because he's not doing it for him. He's really doing it for right. us. You know, that's I right. think we have to, and, I, and that's one of the things I believe that we must um, we must understand. And so definitely, definitely, um, you know, thank you so much for, for sharing that and the fact that, you know, you are now, um, you know, you are now moving with the gospel. And, you know, you imagine that you were growing up in you know, in a Christian home. So, you know, I'm glad you also was transparent about that because we may have someone who's tuning in now and they may say, hey, you know, I didn't grow up in a Christian home or I didn't go grow up, you know, in a PK-type environment. I mean, that doesn't negate or doesn't mean that you cannot do what God is telling you to do because, I mean, I didn't grow up in, like, a PK home or my parents aren't apostles and bishops and all that type of stuff, but at mm-hmm. the end of the day, they talk about God, you know, as though... Like you mentioned earlier about training of the child, now I got to do the rest of the work. They've done all that they could do, you know. Right, so right. The work. So thank you so much for um, sharing that as well as, the, you know, your transparency towards that because a lot of people do feel that not growing up, whether being a Christian woman, not being saved early and not having uh, certain things disqualifies them from being able to Uh, be used by God. So definitely thank you so much for sharing that. Yeah. Well, and see, God doesn't qualify, or he doesn't equip the qualified. 
he he will qualify the equipped. So like he equips you. So like some people may think that I have all this knowledge, I have all this stuff, I've I've been in this, I know everything and God says, "Yeah, but are you going to allow me to qualify you for the calling that I have for you?" You know, cuz sometimes people may think, "But I don't know God and I haven't like you were saying, you know, I haven't 30 years old, y'all. That's when I started to really just get on set on fire. 30 years old. So you're, it, you know, you need to, it doesn't matter what age you are. God's ready. He said, I have a call for you. Come to me and let's get to work because we need to get to work. <laughs> He's like, come, I don't care if you're 60. I don't care if you're 70. I don't care what age you are. I have a plan for you still. Let's get to work and let me equip you and qualify you for what I have for you. Yes. Amen to that. So no matter what age you are at, no matter when you, um, you know, started, you know, you may not be too late. You know, there are a lot of people like, you know, the KFC folks and the founders, like a lot of these people, like they started their stuff late. They weren't, you know, like 15 or 20 or 30, you yeah. know, they, they started, you know, in, in the more mature season age. So, there's really no telling how God can use you. Um, we would all prefer probably to be used at an early age, but that doesn't always mm-hmm. happen for whatever reason. Um, but we have to understand that God has all, he has factored all of that into the plans that he says that he has for us. You know, in Jeremiah twenty nine eleven, let's understand that. So thank you. Thank you so much for sharing. I'm truly, truly enjoying our conversation um, this evening. And this is truly uh, being and yes, yes. So thank you so much. Now, Megan, I want to congratulate you because, of course, you have a whole lot of things um, that has taken place that you're doing. But I definitely want to congratulate congratulate you on the thank newest you. anthology that you're part of. And the title of the book is "I Cried and He Heard." So I want you just to share with us the inspiration behind your chapter. What do you hope that the readers um, would also gain as they journey the pages of your chapter? Praise God. So like she had mentioned, the book, um, what it is is it's just a book full of chapters of women's testimonies. Every chapter is a different woman's uh, testimony. So, um, you know, if you don't resonate with mine, I can tell you that you'll resonate with one of the ladies in here. It's amazing. It's powerful. But my chapter on itself, what it talks about is how I wasn't raised in a Christian home, how I was abused as a child. My mother was an alcoholic, and she abused me a lot, um, beat me, and and things like that. Um, one time she got me drunk, you know, and I was five years old. So um, it was just kind of that atmosphere. My dad, my dad, he's an amazing dad. Like I won't take anything from him, but you know how some parents, you know, we grow as we go. And so when I was little, he didn't really um, know how to show love to me in certain ways because his vision was more towards his wife, which that's how it's supposed to be. But it was more towards his wife to where he cut us off, you know, um, when we were young. So I just remember sitting there as a child screaming, bawling, wanting to be with my dad, and my dad didn't want me because he couldn't have me. I only was able to go with him every other weekend. And my thought in my head was, why doesn't anybody want me? Why doesn't anybody love me? You know, why am I dealing with this? Why is my parent, Why is my mom beating me? Why does my dad just let me keep going when he knows? You know, all these questions in my head. So you'll read about my childhood. And you'll also read a little bit about how college went for me. I was a college athlete. I got picked to go to an NAIA college, played basketball. Um, it wasn't the greatest. I went to a Christian college, and it just wasn't that great for me. Um, I went to a party one time, had one beer, and woke up in a dorm room with a man that had date raped me. So 
I, you'll find out about that where I just finally said enough is enough and went home, couldn't do it anymore. Um, but my love for basketball has never died. So um, you'll hear about that. Then you'll, you'll read about how um, I got into some relationships that were not good. And um, so the last relationship that I was in before my husband, that's the time where this man I thought was perfect for me, right? He said all the right things. I thought he did all the right things, yet he didn't believe in God. And so um, he had cheated on me, and I was at my lowest point. And I know people can resonate with this when I say, why does nobody love me? Why do things keep happening to me? Why is my life always so chaotic? Why is it always so terrible? Why? And so I sat on that swing, and I was thinking about how can I kill myself and my baby will be found. And that was the day, y'all. I had gave my life to Christ. Remember this. I gave my life to Christ when I was 18. I didn't follow him, but he gave me nudges along the way. I heard, you know, I'd hear things that he gave me nudges, but I didn't always comply. That day that I was sitting there and I was at my lowest moment and I'm bawling and bawling and bawling. I'm like, I'm done. I can't do this anymore. I've had enough. I can't do this anymore, this life. The, and God, just plain as day, I just heard it come up out of my belly. You may be done, but I'm not. I have a life that is going to be so great for you if you will choose to follow me. And from that day forward, I said, God, I want what you have for me. I choose you. I choose you. I don't want to leave my babies behind. I don't know what life they'll live without me. I don't want to do that. And so whenever I said, yes, Lord, I told the man that I was with that if he is not going to marry me, we're not going to, you know, we're done. Like, we're not doing this. I'm not living in this life. I'm not going to live with you and not be married. I'm done with this life. I'm done completely. Like, I stopped cold turkey. I'm like, I don't want to do this anymore. So we split. And I started going to a church that my friend was at. And I started getting under the word. And then I met my husband not too long after that. And he's a, he's a firm believer in God. His heart for God. He has everything that God told me he wanted to give me he gave me in a man too with my husband and so it didn't take us long like we were together for probably six months and then we got engaged and then we got married not too long after that because we're here we are 30 some years old and we're like we don't have time to play around right like we just don't have time this isn't what we want to do we demanded to make sure that we you know we did our relationship the way god asked us to and get married so we didn't have any temptations and we just made sure we did the right things. And my husband and I have been married for six years and um, we've had some battles. Of course the devil comes after you, right? But it's been a blessing, but you will just see how my life was never good as a child or an adult or, you know, a young teen or an adult for a long time. But that day that God showed up for me, absolutely changed my life. And I have been going a hundred miles an hour ever since and because of your obedience and faithfulness like she said earlier because of that and me saying yes answering the call i don't need to know how because i trust you i will do it i'll walk through the fire i'll do whatever you need me to do because i know you protect me because your word tells me that you do um he has just given me more and more because if he can trust me with little and i obey the little he's going to trust me with much so um, that's what he's just been doing. And it has just been a blessing. This book was something that God put in my vision. Um, back when I was 18, he talked to me about a book and I was like, I'm not writing a book here. I am 38 and boom, 30 years y'all is when I gave my life to the Lord 
38, I've already done a book. So it's just faithfulness and obedience and just trusting that he's going to do what he tells you he's going to do and standing on it and speaking it and not, not going away from it. Praise God. So that's what you'll find in my chapter is just how life was so dark and harm, hurtful. But look at what God can do for you. Wow. That is truly, truly um, amazing in terms of you, you know, just sharing, of course, being transparent, being open and honest about your um, experiences, but then also just pretty much showing that, hey, you know, these are some of the things that I've been through. These are some of my scars, you know, right? Mm-hmm. These so these are really these are really a scars. But look at how God utilized those scars to bring you to a place now where you're able to help others um, with theirs, you know. Um, and then just kind of like just like I said, just sharing, sharing, that, and then also sticking with the vision, right? Mm-hmm. Um, sharing. Mm-hmm. That God may come to you because you know we always believe that sometimes even in our lowest, I tell people, even our even in our lowest of feeling or whatever we're going through, we can still hear and see God, right? Mm-hmm. Um, we may not want to acknowledge it because you know we're so deep into what we're going through, but I believe that God is He's He's always speaking, right? And so right. even in your low moment, you were able to see and hear mm-hmm. where God was speaking. You know, even in that that moment, and you used it to catapult you to bring you to this place uh, where you know God was was calling calling you to, and He really showed you, showed showed you His faithfulness. You know, because yeah. I'm not, I do believe that we are just too far away where God can um, yeah. reach us. And as you shared about your relationship, because like you said, everything that you could possibly probably want, but then He wasn't saved, so He didn't He wasn't into Jesus. You know. Right, That's the problem, right. though. Yeah. But even in, yeah, but even in you showing, and so those who are listening in, I hope that you're able to see where she gave up something, right? You gave up a relationship mm-hmm. that was, of course, necessary to you um, to go and pursue God, and he rewarded you sometime later, yeah. you know? Um, and I'm glad you shared that because if you're tuning in, I want you to know that Anything that God would have asked you to give up or you're required to give up, he's going to replace it with something better. Yes. I just want you all just to be mindful of that. God still has you on his mind. He hasn't forgotten about you. He desires to see you blessed. Uh, He desires to bring the blessings to you even before you close your eyes on the other side. You know, so there are still going to be things that he is going to um, allow to happen in your life once you choose to obey him. And there's nothing that he won't he won't give you. And so, thank you, of course, so much for sharing that. Uh, one of the things I really want you to um, speak to is the fact that you know, remaining hopeful that God would have heard your cry, right? Right. Because we do know that. The- always tries to make us feel like so I just want you just to uh, minister to someone who may be tuning in now and they feel like listen you know no matter and you said it you said it perfectly like why are these things always happening to me what's wrong with me these are some of the questions that people um, as humans sometimes you, you know you may have them or you do have them every now and again but if you have right. someone who's tuning in right now 
and like, listen, all these things happening to me, whether it's one thing is the next, where is God? I can't hear him. I can't see him. I just want you just to encourage someone right now who may be listening in, who is who, who may be in that space right now. Okay, so one thing I want to say to you is that when you follow God and you're obedient to God, that doesn't mean that things aren't going to happen to you. Um, the devil is going to throw everything, and I always say this, the devil's going to throw everything in the kitchen sink at you. He's going to throw everything he can to try to get you off of your race. He's going to do whatever he can. But what she was saying, it, it's so tactful. When you keep your hope, okay, so hope is an anchor into the throne room to God. When you are connected to, with hope to God, that makes your soulish, soulish realm, your mind, will, and emotions stay intact because you're connected to God and your your hope is on what he's telling you that he's going to do for you. It doesn't matter what it looks like around you, right? There's always chaos running around you no matter where you go, what you do. But where our focus and our heart stays is on the promises that God's given us in each season that we're in. Because sometimes you have a running season. Sometimes you have a staying season where you just stay Trust God, grow. He's pruning stuff off of you that you can't take into the next season that he has for you. So um, just keeping your hope and faith anchored to God, saying what the word says about the situation that you're dealing with. When you feel hopeless, remember your hope comes from Jesus. Your hope comes from just remind yourself when you're like, why is all this happening to me? I always tell my kids this, but why, Mom? What do you think Jesus felt when he was walking to the cross and everyone was spitting at him, throwing things at him, cursing him, doing all kinds of things to him. He said, this is what he was, his, I love you. And no matter what I'm doing this for you, so you can have a better life. So you can have a better way of life. So you can learn to trust me in all things, because look what I've done for you. This is all for you. And he never once questioned why he had to do what he had to do. So when trials and things come against us, we know they're going to come to take us off of our destiny. What we have to do, instead of saying, why is this happening to me, saying, I trust you, God. I'm going to find the word that you have for me in this situation that I'm dealing with. And I'm not going to look at the situation. I'm going to look at you. And the Bible says in Mark 11:23 that you can say to this mountain, be thy removed, cast into the sea. And if you believe in your heart that what you say, you will have what you say it. So if you, if that situation is in front of you and you're like, why, Lord, you just speak to that situation and say, I command you in the name and blood of Jesus to get out of my life. The devil is not welcome here. You are under my feet. And I'm not going to ask why me. I'm going to say, this is what I'm growing through to make me grow into the next season and the next session that God has in my life, to the next step that he has, because we're always moving forward. So if you'll grab a hold of, I'm going to cast this out. I'm not going to say why me because I know God's got a plan for me and it's greater than anything the devil's trying to put in my mind right now or make me think right now. And you are not welcome in my mind. You're not welcome in my family. You're not welcome in my body. I have healing in the name of Jesus. By his stripes, I'm healed. And you just walk in that rather than what the devil wants you to see because greater is the unseen than the seen. Why is the unseen greater? Because we know God's promises are true. He doesn't lie to you. What he tells you will come to pass. So whenever we turn away from and that's what I had to do to myself. I'm just teaching you from things that I've learned that has worked for me. When something comes against me, of course we want to think, oh, my goodness. And it's okay that we think that. But the next thing that we do after we say, oh, my goodness, is I'm not staying here. I know yes. that I have the victory. I know. 
that God's purpose and plan for me will come to pass because I'm obedient and I'm trusting him. So that's my encouragement for you today is it's okay to say, why me for a second? But get out of that and say, you know why me? Because God has a plan for me, and I'm walking in him, and I'm following him, and the devil's coming after me. But guess what, devil? You're not going to win. You're already under my feet. Wow. Amen. Listen, you're encouraging me. You know. <laughs> Praise God. <laughs> that's that's thing. And, you know, thank you for encouraging. I mean, like I said, I've been encouraged. I'm, I'm always blessed with my guests that are on the show. Um, but I'm sure someone who's listening and even just listening after listening or hearing that they their spirit will be lifted um in hearing what it is that you you just said um Thank and so we're truly 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 grateful uh for that and so sometimes you know, if you're listening and this is what ministering is sometimes it's not always you're not always behind a pulpit you're not always you know with a mic in your hand it can happen. Anywhere it can happen at the grocery store. It just can literally happen anywhere, um, and you have to be prepared to, you know, share an encouraging word or minister, whichever one you choose to call it, whenever that time uh, comes. And so, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, uh, so okay. much for that. Um, now, with all of what you have going on, um, all of what you've accomplished. What would you say or what would you consider to be one of your biggest accomplishments thus far? Um, I would say one of my biggest biggest accomplishments so far is, um, well, working underneath my faith mom and dad. Um, Pastor Mark and Trina Hankins have grown me and led me and shown, I mean, this is where my fight comes from. Like, I've been fighting all my life, but I've been fighting the wrong fight until I turned about 34 years old. But I realized I'm fighting the devil, not people, right? And I'm not, I'm fighting the devil, not situations that come against me. So my greatest accomplishment is being able to work underneath him and to serve them. But also, I would say the book is one of my second biggest, it's right there with that, because um, I just never really seen that coming to pass, right? Because I was like, I don't know how to write a book, God. Like, <laughs> I know you've got something, and I'll do it. But I just never really, you know, you just get that, really, God, me, you know? And um, when it came to me, I was like, I, like I said, yes, God, I'm going to do it. Because you said book to me. Well, guess what? Now I have a devotional brewing in my future. So <laughs> it just it just started the whole book series. <laughs> So, yeah. Yes. That's amazing. <laughs> you know, it's always a blessing, I believe, to um, have people or leaders who are able to grow you and develop you. You know, one of the things I love, I love all things leadership. And to hear you say that, like it, I mean, I don't know them, but it brings joy to my heart because there's <laughs> nothing like having leaders who would help you, um, you know, um, it would push you, and not just, I mean, like, genuinely push you, you know what I mean, to help you to grow regardless of what arena um, that you you find yourself in. And so that's truly a blessing in there where you're able to see your growth. And also yeah. go ahead now and you know, pretty much just kind of pour um, into into others. Because I, I, I believe that's what it should be, you know. I believe as leaders or as a leader, leaders should produce other leaders, um, yeah. not you know. And I um it's truly a blessing to hear you say that, especially, you know, especially in the, in the, in the ministry arena, <laughs> church arena. Yeah. Uh, thank you so much. Um, 
you know, definitely for sharing that. And, of course, you know, Megan, you've definitely left us with some powerful advice today to reflect on. I mean, some really great uh, words of encouragement. And this has truly been a blessing to have you mm-hmm. um, on the show this evening. So it was definitely a pleasure. And I want to thank you for joining me tonight just to empower as well as inspire our listening audience tonight. Um, but before we go, I just want you to share with our listening audience any um, upcoming events that you have, how they can get a copy of your book. I know you said that you do coaching, like, you know, just and, and just even ways in which that they can stay connected with you. So if you could provide them social media handles, your, your website, email, phone number, or whatever it may be, so that they're able to get in contact with you if they, if they desire to do so. Yes, ma'am. So, um, I do a lot. Right now, God actually has me doing testimonies on Tuesdays from people that he's put on my heart, and it has been so impactful. We've been doing it for a couple weeks. But I am on Facebook, uh, Megan Fortner on Facebook. I'm on Instagram. It's Driven for driven for God's Purpose or, yeah, Driven for God's Purpose on Instagram. Um, you can search Megan Fortner. It'll come up as well. Um, my email is drivenwithapurpose at yahoo.com. If you would like to get the book, you can email me. You can message me on Facebook or Instagram. I have them available to purchase. They are $20. Um, But I also sign them, and I pray over them, and I write some things that God puts on my heart for you. So um, I just that's just an extra touch that God's given me because I love people. If you need prayer, if something has impacted you and you're like, hey, I want to grow in this, how can I? Please reach out to me because – my leaders that have blessed me has grown me and shown me how to be, you know, how to be. They've corrected me in some things, and, you know, that's why I love having leaders above me. But those are the best ways to reach me. And one other thing that I want to say before we um, go is you cannot do this alone. God has people for you to help you walk in this path. And sometimes the people that he's given you may May, as your journey moves forward, may be ones that are left behind because God's got more and other people to help you grow more and more. I've had to leave people behind, you know, and it hurts, but he always blesses with better. He always is going to cost us something, but it's always for good, and he always blesses with better. So if you're thinking you can do this on your own, I just want to encourage you. God has people for you, and and please let them in. Like He has people because we have to have a – a body, a church body, and people to help us get through this. But those are the ways that you can reach me. Megan Fortner on Facebook, um, Driven with a Purpose at Yahoo. Um, my number is 660-334-0189. Contact me anytime. I am here for you. My heart is to help the people. So praise God. Wow, that is amazing. Even in that, you would have, you would have <laughs> blessed us because the matter is, you know, you really cannot do this um, journey alone. Sometimes you would like to be a, a island or a one-man show or whatever, but you really cannot do it. And then also just sharing mm-hmm. that, you know, there are times you would have to, um, you know, either, you know, leave leave the leaders behind or whoever it may be because, you know, they, they would have taken you as far as you could go. And now God is saying, listen, I have some other folks who's going to take you to another level. You know, the Bible yeah. talks about, you know, um, one planting and one doing the watering. And that's really what that mm-hmm. is all about. And so 
Um, even in even in that vein, I just want to say, if you are a leader and you're tuning in and you feel as a listen, people are leaving me. You know, understand that hey, these are God's people. Number one, they're not your people. Mm-hmm. Um, they're God's people, and you know, understand that hey, you know, some some people may be there for two years. You know, some people may be there for ten. Some may be for a lifetime. But really, ask God, listen. If these are the people are, this is someone that you've given me to uh, help to train and develop. Find out how long is it, you know, if, of course, we provide that information. But find out from him how long is it going to be. He may tell you, listen, it's only for three years after that. Send them out or you send them to somewhere else or whatever it may be. Um, And so I'm glad that you uh, shared that. And then also from on the flip side, Right. If you if you're the person who's being trained, like because sometimes you can feel guilty for leaving people all or you know that God is saying, Listen, mm-hmm. okay, well the time is up and you begin to feel guilty for that. But always think about if I feel guilty for for you know, wanting to leave or if I don't leave, that is going to stunt my growth. Yeah. Uh, so these are some of the things that think when God is saying, Listen, it's time for you to time is up, time for you to, to to release yourself from there, you know. Um, just think about, okay, well, if I don't leave, if God is saying to me to leave and I don't leave, will I grow any further than where I'm at now? Um, no. That's not a good feeling. That is not right. a good feeling at all. Um, right. You know, to feel like you're, you know. Um, and so definitely... Uh, thank you so much for for that for sharing that. Even in your closing, you know, you're still giving us giving us these good nights. So. <laughs> thank you, thank you so thank much for that. Everyone who is tuning in to today, uh, of course, to today's show, my amazing guest, Megan's partner. Um, you know, thank you so much for tuning in. If this is your first time, I pray it won't be your last. Praise God. So, yes, but also. Faithful listening audience, you know I love y'all. We, you guys, have been rocking with me for a very long time. We are, uh, we're, we're on to year three come October, and I really, really cannot wait. So thank you so much for that. Um, if you desire to get in contact with me, um, my email is info at savirajohnson.com. Um, my website is savirajohnson.com. Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, LinkedIn, TikTok, Tavira Tavira Johnson or Doctor Tavira Johnson. Um, so if you want coaching, mentoring, um, leadership training, whatever it may be, leadership assessment, go ahead and um, send me an email or you can DM me. You know, I would be always looking forward to connecting with everyone. Mm-hmm. And so everyone, have an amazing day. Enjoy the rest of your day, and I will see you next week. Blessings. Thank you for tuning in to Emergency Radio Talk. For more information on Emergency Radio Talk, Emergency Mentorship Program, or Women to Women Mentoring Program, be sure to visit www.tavarajohnson.com. If you would like to be a guest on our show, email us at info at or follow us on all of our social media platforms, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and Periscope. That's Tavara Johnson. Stay connected and updated on all upcoming events. Until next time, thank you for joining.